0: Hi, welcome to Next in Ed. I'm Joe. And I'm Julie. And today we have a special guest with us. We are going to travel south of the border to Monterey, Mexico, and have the opportunity to speak with Dr. Alex Martinez. Alex, it's great Hi. to have you with us today.
1: Hi, Alex. Thank you. It's great to be with you guys. It's an honor to be invited to your show. Thank you so
0: much. Oh, it's an honor to have an international guest today. Absolutely. <laughs> So, Alex is uh, someone that I have known for a number of years, and we have uh, some interesting stories that we could tell if we, if we had the time. Oh, well, I hope we have We're time. We're not we going ahead. to, though. But today, one of the reasons that we wanted to have you on, Alex, is as we are going through this uh, pandemic, we thought that it would be interesting for our listeners. To, to see how people in other areas are, are dealing with it from the perspective of education. So I know that this year you have a new position as a principal of a K-12 school. And so you have had to deal with, with this uh, firsthand in, in trying mm-hmm. to steer your faculty and your students and your parents through all of this so we were hoping you could talk to us today a little bit about how before all of this happened how were things Uh at your school how did how did the year begin for you and uh, and then we'll we'll go from there
1: okay sure thank you Oh, so, uh, as you well said, I am right now a, a principal for a K-12 school, and we also have a high school that, that's part of our, of, of our school, so it's a big setup. Uh, we have uh, around 1,300 students, and I have around 100 uh, teachers, close to 100 teachers. Um, we are in a, in a city. Uh, we're not in Monterrey, exactly. Monterrey is a city in the northern part of Mexico. We're a small. Uh, we're one of the small cities that conform Monterrey, and it's called Guadalupe. Um, we, our school has families that uh, are in the, on the, in the right in the middle of the socioeconomic uh, levels. Uh, we have families that uh, own little businesses or that are service providers, and we have families who are employees of good companies with good salaries. So we're right, right in the middle, uh, which has been quite interesting. Um, this is a school that belongs to the Archdiocese of Monterrey, the Catholic Church is, um, is part of the Catholic Church, but it's independent, uh, the operations are independent. Um, we are a Catholic school with, who provides Catholic uh, formation and classes, uh, and, and well, the, the I guess the, the biggest... Um, issue right now uh, with the coronavirus spreading and we, us being in quarantine is that the school was not really prepared for uh, classes online. We're having online classes. Mm-hmm. We are, we are um, trying to go with the flow, learning as we, as we can and going with uh, a giant steps to try to bring this up because the, the socioeconomic level we tend to uh, doesn't really always have computers at home or one computer per child, or usually some families don't even have a computer. So we have we have to design activities that kids can do using uh, the, their mom's cell phone, or their grandmother's uh, iPad. And so it's not as common as we, would be in, a, in, a, um, in an expensive school, that all kids would have a laptop of their own and the teachers would already being prepared for this. So it, it's been an adventure to try to, uh, comp- to bring technology into, into schools this fast. That's, that that I, I guess has been the major or the biggest problem that we've encountered. It's been fun. It's been a challenge. Uh, I don't think, we're, I don't think we're, we're there yet. We're trying to get uh, training and uh, people who already know about the topic would help us a little bit, but we are uh, making it up as we go families are having trouble too because they don't have the equipment or they, or the mother who's working from home is using the home computer. So, so it's, it's a challenge. We're trying not, we're, we're trying to keep the, the synchronic classes or the live classes to the lowest amount so that Kids are not obliged to be at certain hour specifically in the computer because if there's more than one person at home, then it, then it's a problem. So we're trying to to uh, design different ways of, of uh, having activities and classes. And the Ministry of Education has asked schools to keep going, whether they have technology or not. I mean, to keep going uh, virtually. We, we we're not and not no schools are running. Uh, right now as, as we used to, but they want us to keep going with, uh, with the cur- curriculum and stuff. So we're trying to do that. Uh, there's going to be evaluations. There's go- it's gonna be part of the, of the grading for, for the kids. So it's something we all must uh, do and follow, but it's a challenge. And, and the curriculum here in Mexico involves, the official curriculum involves uh, sports, for example, physical education. And so because it's part of the curriculum and it's graded, even sports teachers have been doing routines via, via Zoom or uh, pa- parents are recording their kids, doing their exercise and sending them to teachers so that teachers can assign a grade. So it's, oh my God, it's an adventure. Do they have it's to fun. have grades for it's everything,
0: for every subject? Are there grades for every subject or have they been minimalized?
1: No, no, we have grades for every subject. Um, the Ministry of Education has an official curriculum and private schools like ours would add to that private curricu- to that uh, basic curriculum whatever they want to offer us as, as a plus or as an extra. So uh, it's like if like two curriculums that are joined together. We have the, the we call it Secretaría de Educación, the Ministry of Education's curriculum, and we are, we add to that things like uh, uh, values or or Catholic uh, religious cl- religion class. And that is not part of the official curriculum, but it's part of the school's curriculum. So we have to grade both because we report in both,
0: even during the so pandemic. It's, it's a, even during yes, a wow, okay, yes. So yes. Uh, there's a, a couple of things that you brought up that that I was interested to learn a little bit more about. Mm-hmm. You guys are experiencing; it's very, very similar. It's the you know these teachers that were teaching face to face were faced with this, just monumental task of trying to learn how to turn everything that they were doing into an online platform and continue to teach remotely. So you Mm -hmm. mentioned that some, I'm curious about the training aspect. You said that there was some help out there. Did they, I know on our end, we've had companies, not necessarily companies, but organizations that have stepped up and, and even within the school systems, they've tried to get people involved that could provide professional development training for teachers to just to kind of help get them where they needed to be to do that. Have, have there been things like that done within your school or with around the country to try to help people?
1: Um, the Ministry of Education has set up a very basic training uh catalog, uh, partnering with Google and, and trying to teach teachers or train teachers on using the, the Google for education and other uh, basic tools for that. Um, it, they cannot go farther because uh, the teachers in schools and, and, and students in public schools will, will not usually have technology available. So they have to use a minimal amount or the minimum, the, the thing, they have to think of using old computers, for all resources, because that's the that's what kids have. Our public schools in Mexico are basically for the lowest income level families around. Uh, contrary to the United States, where uh, public schools are for everybody in here, uh, people with money would pay for a private school, always, because that would be the option for, for a good education or a better education. And so the, the public system has done the minimal, uh, they're doing it well, I think, of, of training teachers in the basic, Tools they could use. Uh, speaking of private schools, every school would decide uh, what they would do, what they can do, and it's basically based on resources, money. Um, schools with with uh, with uh, financial stability would be able to invest in bringing in experts or using paid tools for for uh, the pedagogy in the classrooms or pedagogy with the kids, not in the classrooms, uh, but. Not every school has has uh, a good financial stability. In our case, uh, as we were saying, we are a school that, well, I didn't tell you guys, but we are nonprofit. We're part of, of the church. So there's no, there's not a fund saved somewhere for this kind of things. We're going with, we're experimenting and going with the flow. So we're using free tools. We have a, we have a, an official um, site where we upload homeworks and, Classes and that we pay for because it's a site where the parents would go and look for the grades and see the grades and see the announcements and everything. But it's a very basic tool. Um, sorry for the noise. Can you hear it? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's. It's like 14 minutes long. Oh, there you go. Oh, very nice. Um, a, and uh, But we, we, we haven't been able to pay for a, for a, a better training. I myself have some training in that area, so I've been trying to give resources to the teachers and, and uh, provide general ideas. We're doing a lot of efforts online. Our most uh, enthusiastic teachers have been preparing um, tutorials and ideas for, for the other teachers and for the parents, but it's all uh, based on good intention. We, we, have, we don't have a, a lot of money for, for doing a, a more professional training for our teachers. So it's a it's an invention.
0: Well, let me ask you this: What is your response for the students who do not have that technology and cannot be provided for that?
1: Um, we well, we are trusting, and I think that's the uh, that's the right word. That families have at least one one smartphone at home, and so um, what we okay. would do is they would have WhatsApp at least. And so, in some cases that we are that we know of, moms would share homeworks via WhatsApp with other moms so that they could print them out and bring them to the kids. Um, we have a person who went to a to a ranch home. He, he went, I don't know if you say ranch to a to the country, mm-hmm. and uh, and went to their parents' house to avoid the city, and they have no technology whatsoever. Right. So in that case, what we're going to do is they're sending the homework via WhatsApp, but they're not going to be able to send it back. So we're going to wait. Just trust. And we're going to grade when they come back, the, the, the whole thing, and trust that they've been working on it. because we, we have no other possibilities of doing that. Um, the, the education ministry has also said that they will have, um, like, um, some sessions for people that weren't able to work during this time. To bring them up to speed with things, but there's not been an official announcement on that side. Our high school, uh, our sorry, our, yeah, our high school is uh, part of a system of the of the of the national system of high schools. It's like a public. We're, we're doing the public curriculum in our high school, so we obey everything that uh, the, the high school system would tell us to. Do. And they, there are more cases in high in high school that of kids that don't have a computer. So in those cases, kids who, who don't have a computer. Will officially wait. They can wait, and they will go to classes before we start to to come up to speed with things that they lose that, that, that they were not able to do during this time. But it's it's all a mess. It's, it's we're, we're trying to uh, walk in, yeah. in, in glass, you know. Yeah.
0: So in thinking about uh, the challenges that have, that you have had to face in your position and your students and the teachers. When all of this is over, hopefully it it will be over, um, what do you think it's gonna look like? Will there be significant changes, do you think, to your school or um, in how education is approached at your school? What do you think it might look like down the line?
1: I don't think it's strange to you. It might be strange for a European person or a European educator. But in our countries, I know that teachers are underappreciated a lot. And so I think that this pandemic, even more so in Mexico, where actually well, uh, they are the lowest pay of the whole pyramid and families don't appreciate teachers. And, and so I think that the first thing that has happened during this time is that families are starting to appreciate a teacher's work. They're trying to, to come back. They, they want to send kids back to school. Not only because they're time consuming, but because they are, they have understood that teaching is a science and it's not easy and it's not for everybody. It is not just a nursery when we can keep kids here entertained for a while, but we're actually doing things and I think that has changed for most for a lot of our families. I'm not generalizing, but I think that a lot of families um, are now going to um, to yeah to Respect? Understand. Understand? The, yeah. To respect mm-hmm. what, what teachers do in the schools and in the classrooms. That is going to play in our favor when we come back, because I think it's going to be easier for a teacher to tell a parent or to, to advise a parent on something. Right now, sometimes when teachers try to help somehow and, and reach out for parents, parents will not always comply or help on their end. So I think uh, we, we have gained some terrain there. Uh, we, are, we have gained some uh, trust with the parents, and that's going to be good for us. I think the second thing that will change is, particularly in our school, we cannot drop what we have learned technology-wise. We're going to have to invest more in technology. We're going to have to, to, to um, use tools, whatever tools are at this but We're going to have to change things a little bit. Uh, right now, how we run things, and this is most of schools in Mexico, is non technological uh, at mm-hmm. all. Our homeworks are in a notebook, and the and teachers and the kids bring book to schools and, and they are uh, writing workbooks and, and, and do everything with their hands. I believe that we can start uh, avoiding a future crisis like this one by sending homework in class and uh, through te- through technology doing doing uh flipped classroom doing a lot of different uh, techniques we can use so we can be more prepared for the next time and 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 not only that but take advantage of the new tools that are are the disposal and and we haven't been using yet. I think that's also one thing that's gonna change um, but I do think and this this i think this is my my conclusion for 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 this uh weird times is the, the, the physical or the, 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 yeah, the, the side of things where you are physically with a teacher together in a classroom with your classmates and that cannot, we cannot lose that. I, I, true. I, I think that, that using technology as the only resource is not going to work. We need that human contact. We need the technology just to be a tool and not to be the teacher or substitute for the, for the, we say, for the, for the physic, uh, physically present mm-hmm. classes. I don't know how to say that. Uh, we cannot change that. We cannot lose that. And I think in Mexico, we are a culture that uh, enjoys physical contact and hugs and, and, and love. And, and that is something that we need to get back because it is taking a toll in people right now. So I, I believe that, that we have to go back to that part, taking advantage of technology, uh, t- uh, taking advantage of, the, of, of this re-valuing re, b- of teachers and of, of, of schools. And I believe that pa- parents are gonna be really happy to bring kids back to school once this is over. And most, more importantly, kids will be happy to come back to school, which is not common. Or was in common before. Going to realize what they right. missed. And I, yeah, 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 of
0: course. One of the things I love about having this conversation with you, Alex, is it it helps us realize how much we have in common. The exact same things are going on here. Mm-hmm. I think there has been an uptick in the appreciation of the work that teachers actually do in the same capacity that you were just talking about, educating children is an art and a science, and parents are really recognizing that now. And I think, I I don't know that it will ever lead to uh, higher salaries for teachers, but it might at least uh, (laughs) lead to a greater appreciation. And absolutely, I I think that having the opportunity to be in the, the physical space with the teachers and the students together is so important. And you really touched on some things that that we're dealing with here
1: uh, in we the found, U.S.
0: Yeah, some very very similar themes have been brought up that you brought up, and
1: yeah, because we're not we're not only I mean the, the reason of our of our job is not only to train the reason of our job is to form people form. to help them acquire values and acquire uh, personality acquiring. Uh, discipline and acquire a lot of things that, that a screen cannot give you. So we have to we have to rehumanize the process even more so than we had it before. I think that's what the heart of our mission or of our goal has to be. Whether right. you're on a on a religious school like this one or not, uh, we have to go back to basics in education. Using whatever we have at our disposal. I'm not I'm not against technology. I'm a very Gadgety geeky guy myself, <laughs> but but it's it it, it cannot uh, take our place. We have to rehumanize what we do. You
0: can't build relationships. It's very difficult to build relationships yeah. um, through distance learning.
1: And and we we I believe that uh, there are a lot of kids in our school or in in any schools that the only safe space they have is right here, mm-hmm. and so. If we don't provide that, the kid will have a lot of uh, loopholes, if I might say so like that, uh, in his, in his uh, heart or soul or whatever you wanna say. We need, to, we need to be that for the kids. We need to be a safe space. We need them to know we care. We need them uh, to, to, to feel that they come to a place where, we, where, where they are important and we're gonna defend them. And that, that also forms a person.
0: Wow, well Jason. said. That <laughs> just was just really <laughs> yeah, straight that, to the heart of it, Alex. Very, very straight powerful. to the heart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Alex, we thank you so much for your time today, and we appreciate everything that you've had to say. And we look forward to having the opportunity to have you back uh, on another episode oh, if, if you're so. open to that.
1: It'll be my pleasure, of course. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm always open to those things. I'm no expert in a lot of things, but I am a good talker. So anytime you <laughs> would want it to talk about something, I'm right here. <laughs> thank well, you thank so you much. Very good. And
0: so nice to meet you. Thank you for tuning in. Likewise. And please join us uh, next time as Julie and I try to uncover what's, what's next, next in, in Ed? Ed. Don't forget to subscribe. If you like what you heard, please rate and review this podcast so others can find us. The Next in Ed podcast is brought to you by the Mobile County Public Schools IT Department in partnership with the Department of Counseling and Instructional Sciences at the University of South Alabama, engineered by Tim VP Media Production, music by Justin Matthews, hosted by Dr. Joe Gaston and Julie Neidhart. Follow us on Twitter at Next in Ed. Guests on the podcast are expressing personal opinions for informational purposes only, They are not acting as official representatives for their schools, universities, organizations, or places of employment. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.